Yo, what's going on, everyone? It's Brian and Jimmy Derpy Blub. I can't believe he fucked up so bad. Jim? Let's just get into it. <laughs> Episode 102 of the Power Hour. Yes, I didn't know I could fucking slide in Super Mario Brothers 2. I didn't know. I was in a fit so of rage. Jim. Fit of rage. When, well, no wonder this game sucks and they released Doki Doki Panic. And then the first couple of replies started coming in. And I went, oh, no. Oh, I've made a yeah. terrible mistake. So here's the gem, deal, Jim. I, we're all afforded an oopsie, and it's fine. Like it, everyone fucks up. Yeah. Like we've done it plenty of times on our pod, even on um, our some of our reviews where we talk about something we hate, and someone's like, "Did you know you could do this?" But the problem is, and I've said this, this is one of the issues with you is you are so cocky and like. You took hard shots. You're like, oh, great design game. Like, like a big fuck you to that game. Oh, yeah. Like, you went hard instead of just being like, man, this really is inconvenient. Like, you could have went a different way. Oh, I could have. But you, but you go hard in the paint. And, you know, being your friend since 2009, I know, or actually even, wait, yeah, since 2009. No, more than that. 2004. Oh, wow, goddamn world. Yeah, 2004. That's the essence of one of the main reasons why all of our friends will say, damn it, Jim. Oh, yeah. Because it's it's not enough that Jim doesn't know or says something wrong. He does it very cockily. Like, like as if he's never been defeated or something. Like, he just speaks like it's the truth. That's why I'm the entertaining one. <laughs> That's why you're the, uh, you're not the people's champ, Jim. Because at the end of the day, this just revalidates the fact that when you and I both give opinions of a game that's good or bad, one weighs more than the other. <laughs> I will say, in my defense, one, one guy there's, tried. There's to, no. One one guy tried to be nice about it. He was like, "Man, I'm impressed that you actually beat Mario One without knowing you could slide." I was like, "Yeah, go me. I'm fucking way better." Well, that's what kind of I was like. I I first read it and I said, "Is this a joke?" No, but I know your tone too well. Yeah, and I was like. No, he's fucking serious. And that's why I wrote it, but as soon as I wrote my response, I looked at everyone else's. I was like, oh, okay, he is getting roasted for this. Oh, yeah. Rightfully. Rightfully. I, I accept I it. was almost thinking you didn't get roasted enough. There was I, a few. I thought there was a little sh passage of time where I was like, oh, no, this is going to blow up. And I was like, hmm, hmm, size, whatever. And, but, yeah, no, it, 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 it calmed down. What do you, yeah, I got a good thrashing. The Toe Jam and Earl official account dunked on me, so... <laughs> they follow us they're good guys but uh yeah so i was just like yeah well this is a thing so yeah so, so old dummy jimmy coming through again you, as you you're watching a video i put the tweet up but here's the deal so here's my question jim and i i know the answer but why don't you tell the people so like if you're playing a game and you're getting frustrated we live in an age now where you do have the convenience of like looking something up you never think to, like, kind of fact-check yourself before you just get angry about it? For the most part, I will look it up or something like that or be like, there's got to be something I'm missing here. I don't know. I was in a mood, so. I could tell. Were you drunk? Just angry? Like, what was what was the thought process that was like, I need to tweet this right now? Meh. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what the thought process was. I think it was just a whole day of aggravation. No one, I don't know. I don't know what the fuck was going on, but... It's just that perfect storm for uh, for a good old L to be dropped for everyone's enjoyment. Listen, that's a good code for all guys out there. That's women problems. Women's giving you attitude and you just get angry. No, 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 no. <laughs> you forget. They can see your eyes, Jim. <laughs> no, that, 
that that's what uh like i said that is one of those though i just the number of times jim has done that with me where he, he'll text me about a game or something this is so stupid i'm like do you know you could do this oh <laughs> <laughs> like instead of see i'm the type and it's actually i guess a good call that if i'm i'm the one that streams because i just i shit on myself and i'm like i'm an idiot why can't i figure this thing out and i'll just be like I know this is me. I know this can't be the game. Whereas Jim's like go-to is like, fuck this game. It's so stupid. <laughs> what are you gonna do? But yeah, that that was a uh, that was an interesting one, Jim. What now? Since you've made that flub, would that be equivalent to saying like, man, I wish you could just make the pieces in Tetris go down really fast? And well, fell well, I got very well acquainted with apparently a meme that I didn't know about, which is a simple. I guess it came from an old forum post like years and years ago. And it's a screenshot of like the first screen of Super Metroid, and someone wrote, "Why can't Metroid cr- or why can't Metroid crawl?" Yeah. So that got posted a few times, and I was like, "Oh, oh, I'm on this level here." Yeah, all right. <laughs> I was. It's a, like I said, I'm all for people making honest mistakes, but uh, well, now has this? Oh, it was lesson? honest. It was incredibly honest. Oh no! It was uh, it was a complete honest mistake, and I do like the approach where you you've only been semi defensive about it. <laughs> like I haven't really been not... defensive at all. I've t- I've publicly taken my yep I I fucked up here. <laughs> but here's my question: Has this taught you a lesson to probably not before sending out tweets? Probably not. Just think, damn it, Jim! <laughs> Jim, think for one second before the tweet goes out. No, you don't. You don't become the raving success that I am, and you know. <laughs> My internet life that with, with, with taking precautions first. Jesus. Oh, Jim. Jim, are you? Does this make you even happier that this shit wasn't around when we were teenagers? Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Brian. <laughs> I can only imagine. <laughs> let's put it. Let's put it this way. This is me calm. <laughs> yeah. Calmish, yeah. This is, you know, this is you matured. Yeah, because you weren't exactly calm, clearly, but you were. You're mature enough to not fully fly off the handle, right? <laughs> uh, so, yeah, but, made a whoopsie. But on that note, one of the many games I've been playing. <laughs> Brian, what have you been playing lately? Oh uh, well, speaking of reasons, I'm mad at you. Don't be mad at Donkey me. Kong sixty four. Be mad at Astral. Is it's sucking the life out of you because i don't know the history of it are there like starch defenders of this game nah does anyone be like this is really that good of a game if anything it has its defenders who say either you just don't get it or it's better than the reviews said but it's not really one of those like universally loved games okay okay yeah so i've been uh doing that for good reason huh right Mm, it's yeah i'm just glad i didn't try it while i wasn't drinking i'll put it that way and uh yeah of course uh still more warhammer um i did for like a minute pop back on to call of duty but i mean when i say a minute i literally mean a minute so because they got like you know the new zombie map and some new shit out for the stuff that's I'm kind of, not that I'm over Call of Duty, but this is that moment in Call of Duty where, like, I've just taken the break from the initial surge. Right. I'll say. You're like, all right, but I've yeah. been here. I'll come back to this. Yeah. But no, uh, the Warhammer shit, I actually 
got amped back up on because they Steam is having their lunar sale, which anyone that does use Steam, I everything I wanted to get for the game, like DLC and add-ons and stuff, was 50 to 75% off, and just a shit ton of other games. So chances are, if you want a game, it could be up to like 85% off. So check it out now. This is one of their biggest sales of the year. Cool. But yeah, now uh, I just saw what you picked up. You got it. It looks like a victory not number nine. Well, I was going to go into some more games I've been playing. Oh, shit. Go ahead. Yeah, because we didn't get to talk about it with Tyler and shit like that. So mm-hmm. one I really wanted to talk about was uh, I played the demo. And you know me. I almost never do that. But mm. I played the demo for that Balan Wonderworld. Ding, ding. Which was um, basically it's by Yuji Naka. It's like a lot of the team that did like Nights in the Dreams back in the Saturn days. And he's been around forever, so mm-hmm. along among all my Sega friends, there's been a ton of hype. So I was like, "All right, let me give this a shot." So played the demo, played it on a Switch because it's on Switch and PS4. Imagine like Banjo Kazooie mixed with Kid Chameleon. So you have to like it's a 3D collectathon in the classic style, and you have to switch between all these different costumes and powers to do all the. Minor pop problem solving to get all the items that are spread throughout the levels and shit like that. Hmm. So, I will say, being a demo was very choppy. Especially, I hear the PS4 version's better to play, but even then it wasn't a huge improvement. It was choppy. And the first level is boring. Like, that's a game that, it, like... It's like the, that, like any first level, it's almost like a walking tutorial without like text bubbles, so at least they didn't give you that. But the, they give you the first like they give you the first two stages and the bo- first boss fight, and then they give you t- the first two stages of two other levels. And I like those a hell of a lot more. So there's a little bit of promise there, but I was like, oh man, this is like straight N64 throwback right here. <laughs> and is it and just like me or... and the knights like influence in it is like quick time events. So I was like, oh, that's a disappointment. So is it just me though? You and I, even though we do tend to go for different types of game i feel like we both dislike the same which is which is those collectathons or something that's too just straight like platformery or like like you like obviously shooters a lot pinball like more fast-paced action whereas i like stories or big rpgs or something with a lot of action sequences or something to that effect but any game like how you're describing i don't know if it's just an age thing like i'm just out of that I, I can't I can't find get get into it, it is what I'm trying to say. It's either that or I'm over it. Like yeah. I love Mario sixty four. I loved Banjo Kazooie back in the day. Like, you know, the later Gex games were okay. You know, stuff like that. But it, it's a whole lot of been there done that. So yeah. I mean like I know like it's in the veil of like the ukulele or super Luck, super lucky's tale, like I guess the three D collectathons are trying to make a bit of a comeback. It's just like a genre I don't have any interest in. So I was hoping for more, but I will say the later levels in the demo were a lot better, so uh, there's room for improvement, so I don't think it's a disaster that a lot of people are saying it is, but it it needs work. Yeah, I mean, I think the last, even close to Collectathon... Well, you're playing it right now. Well, no, which is part of the reason why I think I'm so out of it. Like, it has... I get... I don't find myself enjoying it at all. And not and it's like there's nothing about the mechanics. It's too much. That's the problem with Donkey Kong. It's too much yeah. shit to like collect and do. 
where like Mario 64, even the first Banjo, like it had a good balance of like, okay, you have, you know, your main objective, you have a couple side objectives you can do if you want to along the way. It's not like you have to go back like Donkey Kong and switch between four different characters and get every single fucking banana or whatever. So, yeah, and I don't know, even like Mario 64, as great of a game as that is, I don't find myself going like, man, you know what I want? I want to sit down and play that right. Like, there's just something to it that I feel like it is an age thing. And and not saying there aren't guys our age that do love those. Right. But I don't know. Like you're saying, I feel like I've played so many of them, and maybe because we grew up with them and, and adapt, like... We, we, I, I we, we were com- deluged with them back in the fifth gen, so... Yeah, so I'm just... I really am, like, when I see them... Maybe that's part of the reason why I can never understand their appeal, or like I just. <sighs> yeah, it could be fresh for a new gen, but for uh, for especially me, I'm just like ugh. So I'm like, it's not going to be one based on a demo that I'm going to go out and buy, but at least I know what it is. So maybe if it's like a five dollar sale, and I'll be like, oh, maybe I'll take take a shot at it, see if the later levels are more fun. But yeah, it didn't wow me. Jim, maybe I should do Mario sixty four playthrough and be like. God, what a stupid designer! You can't even move the camera. I am, <laughs> I'm, dude. I'm so, I'm so disappointed. The 3D All Stars didn't let you just freely control that right stick. Like that's such. I don't a, know why they don't all do that. I really. Well, don't. every other one does, but that one they for whatever reason decide to leave it with the like you know preset C button almost kind of movement. It's such an easy fix they could have done, but fine. But speaking of pain, you're going through your pain. I'm trying to finish up Mythology Sub Zero. <laughs> that's fucking pain. <laughs> I think I have like two levels left. It's awful. I'm using the infinite lives cheat because it's the only way it's ever going to happen. But it's pain. It's pain. It's pain. So to make for a good review, is it hard more for and without going too deep? No, it's just revealing... bullshit. Okay, it's so just is it... bullshit. But is it terribly controlled? Because I remember it was. It's pretty bad. Like it's okay. not as bad as you. I remember it maybe because I spent so much time with it. It's it's still bad. I gotcha. Um, right. And then what do you call it? What else do I have? Uh, Ninja Saviors, Return of the Warrior. It's like a updated remaster of Ninja Warriors on the Super NES, which was like a port of the arcade game. Very... Did you never play that back in no, the day? No, I never did. Oh, really? I yeah. love that game. Yeah, so I never played it back in the day. Um, our buddy Cuneo told me that like it was on the physical was on sale on Amazon, so I was like, yoink. And Damn it, Jim. No, but I'm glad I did. It's really, really good. But that's what I'm saying. It's only you that, having not played the original series or, like, been into it, that you're like, yeah, I'll just go out and buy a physical copy at a, a, a upcharge price. Even though that's slightly upcharged, it's still less than, like, if I went out and got the SNES copy of it. I guess I know I could have emulated it, blah, 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 blah. But. Well, it's also, it's available on the SNES uh, store on your Switch. Is it, uh, what do you call it, on the... Uh... SNES on Online? East, uh, yeah, yeah. Is it? All right, I'll have to play it on there then, too. Because when I saw you post it, that's what I thought you were playing, because I was like, oh, yeah, I just happened to see that, and I played it the other day. I was like, man, I missed this game. No, no, I didn't even know that was on there, so. Yeah, whatever. I played the update. <laughs> Jim just needs his physicals. Yeah, you know. <laughs> we, all, we all have our crosses to bear. We all have our slides to do. <laughs> Damn it. But yeah, um, but yeah. To go back to your point from earlier, yes, I am drinking. I'm actually almost done it. Jesus Christ! I'm, yep, I'm, I'm drinking tonight. Uh, Magic Hat number nine. You know, it's Magic Hat number nine. It's been around forever. It's a very good. It's just like an ale, isn't it? Five point one percent. 
Yep, that yeah. was my question. It, what is it? It's an ale with natural flavor. That's all they say. It's a not quite pale ale. So it's a pale ale. Yeah, you know what it is? It's like, it's a better Rolling Rock. Oh, that's what I'll say it is. Like, take a Rolling Rock, but add, like, more body and flavor to it. It's what a Magic Hat number nine is. And so, before we even got on, yeah. I forgot that I still had one of these bastards left from when you bought out Naked Brewery. Oh, yeah. So this is the Lord Helmet. I don't know what type this is. It just looked like maybe a Pilsner I, or a lager. I, was it really? It, it wasn't, no, it definitely wasn't a lager. It was too light. No, then it might have been the blonde. Oh, did it, it might have been a blonde, yeah. Did it have a little bit of a banana flavor? A tinge, yeah. So then it was it was the blonde for sure. Okay, yeah. I mean, it was good. I mean, it's been two months old in a mini growler, so didn't yeah. have, didn't have any carbonation left, so it slid right down that throat. Like, so that's like most problem. things in my life. <laughs> Damn it, Jim, dude. That's the problem. I realized like it does suck. There's no good way. That was the closest way using those type of caps I used on that yeah. to try to maintain carbonation. For normies out there, it, imagine like a Golsh, like the caps I use on that. Yeah. That's your best bet if you are trying to reseal a beer, but it's still, like, best case, a week or two. So, yeah, I still have – we still have another big can we're going to have to split um, aside from all the bottles we exchanged. So, yeah. Uh, and actually, it's... we call it – someone uh, – I can't, I can't fucking find the message. Someone sent us two, like, big beer bottles like this from Kane Brewery, and it wasn't like Kane Brewery itself, but – Someone sent us two beers to the P.O. box, so I'm going to try and search through all the messages to see who it was to thank you, but whoever you are out there, thank you. We're definitely going to get yeah. to that. Shit, and even maybe post it on Twitter with the picture and say, who sent us yeah. these? <laughs> yeah, who the fuck did this? <laughs> thank you. <laughs> but no, thank you so much, whoever did it, and I'll try to track you down. So when it comes to beer, I did this last week, and we didn't really get to talk much beer. And by the way, thank you, Tyler, for coming on. Oh, yes, fuck me. I was too busy fucking posting my L. I forgot to <laughs> thank our guest last week, Tyler Esposito, for my retro life. It was fucking great. Yeah, it was great. He's a great guy. If you haven't already, definitely still, I say, one of the more unique game channels that has the ability to show legit videotapes from when he was a kid and experience them in real time. So. Mm -hmm. Um, but last week, I had gotten a six-pack of the Weihenstefaner. It's the German beer. When you think German beers, it's the, the classic one. Um, if you've ever had the German beer, this is the world's oldest brewery. Oh. So this is the original just premium lager. Um, this is what you can tell the bastardized versions of all American lagers are. Like, when you taste it, it has that, like, distinct... It tastes like beer. Like, and that's the easiest way. Maybe the tiniest bit of malt. I already finished my first one. But um, it's super clear, super clean, just with a lot more flavor than, like, say, a bud or whatever. So if you ever do want to, like, say, like, oh, man, why, you know, people shit on lagers, this is, like, kind of the birth of them. So really good. Is it it's almost available. like what you would imagine, like, when you watch... A movie from Germany or like an old Western where they just pour out the beer of that big foamy head and they like yep. scrape it off with the scraper dealy and they plop it down. It's like the flavor like, you would imagine. Like, it would our, be. like our Django? Absolutely. That is exactly what I was referring to. Yes. And he goes, Prost. Yep. yep. Yeah. So as you can see, even tilted, big, clean, foamy ass head, but it goes away pretty fast. Crystal clear. Um, pretty tan. Like, uh, I'd say a golden straw color. I can pound through, I don't even know how many of these quick, 
but it is 5.1%. And yeah, nothing else is really written except uh, the world's oldest brewery and premium Bavaria cum, which means the Bavarian style. Bavarian cum? Maybe yes. with actual Bavarian cum? See, look, Jim, it's all floating there at the top. Oh, wow. <laughs> well, pour it on my back and slap me on the ass. That is such, it's funny you just said that because... Because it's the opposite of our episode last week. N- no. <laughs> Jim, are you like are you repressed from last week from being able to say anything filthy and you're now getting it all out? <laughs> oh, no, I'm just reverting back to my natural state. Not to take it away from the episode. Like It was a good refresher last week for what last week's yeah. episode was. But yeah, I mean, it was definitely a tonal shift for like the longtime fans. Um, but you saying that there, there's this video I'm gonna have to send you. Someone saying like, "Now this is a Valentine's Day," and it's a dude just pouring soap or something down his chick's back in the shower. But <laughs> she's a quite, she's quite big and he's quite small, so the juxtaposition is pretty crazy. And I got that image when you just said, pour it down my back. So. Sounds like a standard TikTok relationship, so. <laughs> All right. <laughs> no, but it was actually uh, Rampage Jackson making fun of another UFC fighter. He's like, I know what you were doing on your Valentine's Day. So, yeah. Damn. Yeah. Um, so, no, that's uh, that's solid beer. You have, like, the standard. What's funny is Pale Ales now I am almost bored with. Like, <sighs> Not that I love IPAs, right? But if I'm gonna go to a pale ale, I might as well go to an IPA at that point. Makes sense. You're at the point where yeah. you just need, even if you don't even care about having the flavor, you just want the flavor. Yeah. So nice. But yeah, I'll be moving on to something soon because I'm almost killed this off. So yeah, I, I yeah. spent a whole weekend redoing my wife's office, so I need some brews. <laughs> Damn right. You and your new California Republic shirt, all fancy. Yeah. Actually, this is going to come into play a little later, too. I didn't even plan it, but, yeah, my eight-year-old, what do you call it, new, uh, Fallout New Vegas shirt that I'm rocking tonight. I'm just not fat enough for my titties to be completely popping through. Only semi. <laughs> so, it's wearable at this point. Oh, damn it, Jim. <laughs> but speaking right, of titties, so- Brian, what brings out titties <laughs> but money? And what brings money but Patreon.com slash drink a beer and play a game? Jim, you're never, little, you're never beating my transition. I know. You had a very good one the other time. <laughs> I know. But where for as little as $2 a month, you can ask a question that we will answer on each and every single episode of the Power Hour podcast. Thank you, guys. We do appreciate the support and love. Oh, yeah. As always. So, first up. <laughs> so, first up is a carryover from last week. But at the last minute, I had to tell him, dude, I need something cleaner. So, this is from Alex P. And he was very cool about it. He understood. So, from Alex P., this is for Jim's Krusty Corner. Where is the most embarrassing place you've ever party failed? In a closet, the backseat of a car, etc. That's all you, Jim. He's asking you directly. I mean, bro, you can be part of the corner. You can stand in the corner with me. I mean, I, I can be, but yeah. I mean, where haven't you thrown up? Everywhere. I mean, I think we talked about it on episode... Was it with Michelle or was it episode 100 when uh, I talked about puking all for eight hours straight in a public bathroom during Wing Bowl? I think, I think it was with uh, Petey's Power I think hour. it was with, but really, was that the worst? Like, I feel like you've... I mean, I mean, uh, you know what? I'll tell a different story. Just And you were there. Uh, what was it? My 25th birthday party when we went to Buckhead's? <laughs> and within not even an hour, maybe an hour and a half if I was lucky... I was already 
I was puking in the toilet because I had just been pounding shots as soon as we got there. There was like three jello shots like just around me. One was on my head. And like I think you were the, possibly there or some other one were trying to like hold me up as oh, I was puking. Yep. Yep, but then yep, my yep. feet just went right out Charlie Brown style from under me. And I just like fell and like face smacked my head right on the rim of the bowl. Yeah. So let me paint the picture. So Please so, do. So, Jim, you were you were still pretty new with your then-girlfriend, now-wife. Yes. Um, it was us. I'm trying to think if it was... Was it Matt? Or... I'm trying to think. There was another guy for sure. I don't know if it was Matt or Juan. But either way... Yeah, it was like a blending of my home friends and, like, my school friends. Like, like a little mishmash was together. But, you know, Jim... Somehow, when Jim gets drunk, his legs turn into Gumby, and he just can't support himself. Like, they literally just give out as if there's, like, constant ice under him. Like, if he... If Jim drunk is equivalent... And if you equivalent... throw ice into it, then it's fucking game over. <laughs> well, I, I was going to say, Jim getting drunk is the equivalent of when you're on a platform, you're like, oh, fuck, it's the ice level. And you never stop losing momentum. Yeah. And... Good and comparison. Jim is literally hanging all of his weight on his then girlfriend she's like you guys need to help me with this he's dragging <laughs> her down so we're like all right let's get him to the bathroom because yep. he's like i'm my puke and when jim's drunk there's no filter of volume it's just pure loud like i already have to edit his volume on these podcasts thank god he doesn't get as drunk as he did because i could never turn it down enough he's screaming at the top of his lung i'm a puke so we're dragging him through a crowded ass bar get to the bathroom and Think of any bathroom stall you've ever seen, especially a guy's. Uh-huh. There's piss everywhere. Uh-huh. There's toilet paper. Uh-huh. It's just dirty as shit. So Jim, you know, we get him in there, and he's supporting himself, like he said, pretty decently. But Jim has this thing where his feet don't exactly sit straight. They sit more like a penguin's on a perfect V. They do. And they, they just went out. Like, literally, there's a fucking movie I'm thinking of when, oh, my God, Jim, I know you know the scene when a guy's in like a rectangular cube or something and he's trying to get himself positioned and his feet go out to like, like perfectly in the exact fuck. What is that movie? It's, uh... I, I, I vaguely know what you're talking about. I can't picture it. I feel like it's a Jim Carrey thing, but either way, um, he, his feet go out. And like he said, he smacked his face on the side of the toilet bowl and we're like holy shit are you okay yeah and it was it was seat up it was straight bowl piss lined all around the rim of it other dudes were like dudes you all right we're like yeah he's just drunk ass crack is hanging out mind he's... you this was like 9 30 p.m too yeah so he's just puking some making it in the toilet some's not it was to say a mess is an understatement so the night was basically over and then we had to, like, dead weight lift him up to get him out to the car. And, man, was that ride. The only reason I was saying was it Juan. That wasn't the time when you were puking in a trash bag in the back of his car, was it? I, what? Oh, no, it wasn't that. I don't think Because it, I thought it was the same night we dropped you off at the front of your house and you were on the lawn. No, the, the time... No, wait, no, no. I drove myself home that time puking in the bag, so that was a bad one. But uh, no. no, no, no. The bag, I'm saying, because Juan was like, don't puke in my car. Yeah, I, I forget which time was, that was. I do remember that, though. I don't know if this is the same time. Was I'm that, pretty sure. That wasn't the, the 4th same. of July. I think I just went down on my own to hang out with them. Uh, no, no, no. This is back. This is way, way back. Because it was his center or something. This oh, yeah, we were in the center. Car. Yeah. 
And then you, but then I remember we dropped you off straight up on the lawn of your parents' house. Oh, yeah, I puked right on the lawn as soon as we got That's out of the That's what car. I'm saying. So I think that was all the same night. Oh, it was. Or it couldn't be, and you have a lot of them. As I said, Jim's crusty corner has a lot of moments. Yeah, Jim, Jim has a weak <laughs> stomach and a lot of issues to work through. So, you know, there, there's stories. He's, like I said, I'm a more calmed down boy than I used to be. Man, you yeah, know, that was a great party foul. Um, who, if I'm trying to think of mine. See, I can usually hold mine to at least get outside or get away from folks. Or I can get to a bathroom. That Honestly, the weirdest time I've ever thrown up, and it wasn't anything alcohol-related, was uh, I went through this weird stretch of, like, two weeks in high school. It was my junior year or something, where I, like, threw up every morning. I, I don't know if it was a stomach bug. I have no idea. He was pregnant? I, I, I was pregnant, obviously. Um, I had taken the bus, and I'm sitting there, and my buddy at the time, Rob, was sitting right next to me. I had my old school CD player, silver CD player with Limp Biscuit, you know, yep. hot dog flavor, whatever. As you do in 2002. Yep. Yep. And uh, all of a sudden, I'm like, oh, no, this is this is going to happen. So I calmly put the books that are in my book bag right next to me. Bus is full. I proceed to put my head into my bag as if I'm looking for something. Throw up. Not a person notices. I quietly zip it up. We go into school. And I said, okay, I just need to, like, get this away from me. So I put it in my locker thinking that's the best choice. Oh. No, mind you, nobody, not even my buddy Rob, because I didn't want to tell anyone because I was embarrassed. And later, like, at at lunch period when I was walking towards my locker, our school at that time, because Jim and I went to the same high school. Oh, very, I know. Very long hallways. I'm sure many high schools are like this. Very, very, like, maybe eight inches wide at most lockers. Yeah. But... I'm turning the corner. My locker is the one in the, like the middle of the entire hall. As I turn the corner, you can smell it. Everyone I'm walking past is like, "What the fuck is that? Like that's terrible." I'm like, "Oh god, oh god." And I'm walking, walking. It's just getting stronger. Still, nobody knows. I grab my bag. I just bolt, like throw it in the trash. And it wasn't until like later that day where I told my buddy Rob. So that was probably the worst time I threw up. I can I can imagine the smell too because. One time, like, I forgot I had a lunch that was just, like, buried in the bottom of it. And after a couple weeks, the stink started to come through. And there was a day where I was just walking down the hall. I was like, ooh, what the hell is this smell? And as I got closer to my locker, I was like, what the, what? Is it, is it, is it mine? And then I'm like, I opened the door. I was like, ooh. Oh, dude. Until I dug of... through and, like, found the fucking, the old bag. And I was like, ooh. That's is there anything is. worse than, do you, I don't know if you still do it. When you go to work, do you use... A briefcase or like the like the the strap the satchel style like you know laptop case. Do you do you bring anything like that to work? No, I just bring a lunchbox. Okay, so I have like the straight up like laptop bag. Yeah. Since I but um since COVID, like obviously I haven't been there. I always kept some kind of snack or a banana or something. And I remember last year around this time February March whenever we stopped going into the office i came home put my bag down hadn't looked at it and i remember last like october or something i was like let me see if there's anything you want to talk about it did there wasn't a smell at all which is even more disturbing I right, just it, it already my, worked itself out i i reached my hand into what was a banana oh and it was just mush and i was like dear god and it was just 
yeah what's amazing is it, it it like it almost completely dried out like it almost flaked it had been there so long so yeah that's uh, another interesting story <laughs> but no good question great question Next we up. need to keep adding questions to Jim's crusty corner. Yes, please do, people. Next up, from G to the next level. I've noticed racing games aren't nearly as prominent as they used to be in generations past. What are some racing game series that you would love to see make a comeback? Of course, his pick would be OutRun. Cheers. OutRun's great. Um, I was, I've was i always been a huge fan of Need for Speed, and I, as we talked about a few episodes ago, uh, the Hot Pursuit games I loved. Um, and then when they... when Every racing game became basically Fast and Furious. Yeah. When Need for Speed Underground came out, I loved that. But uh, one of my more random picks is the Tokyo Extreme Zero series. Wow. Um, yeah. I have all those games. I loved They were very underrated. I think I have one of them on my Xbox for as like a game with gold. Something yeah, like that. It's, it's a great series. I have a couple of them on, the, on PS2. But those I always liked. Outside of that... There is a lot of great racing games, but unfortunately, they kind of all go the sports way, which is they're all simulation. Yeah. Um, I'm Keep it easy. I'm going to go Road Rash. Mm. I'd love to see another one come back. Everyone said, check out Road Redemption, and then Road Redemption finally came out, and it got blasted in reviews. And I watched reviews, and I was like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not playing that. So, Would you want it to be more like, think like Grand Theft Auto, more realistic, or... Or just keep it as cartoony as possible. If you give me, like, the 3DO PS1 Road Rash, like the first one that came out, and you just update that, I'd be happy with that and call it new. Make it make it a budget title. It doesn't have to be anything crazy. Yeah. But make it, like, 20 bucks. Make it be, like, a souped-up version of the 3DO Road Rash, and I'd be happy with that and call it, like, Road Rash Revamped or some shit like that. Ooh, Jim, here you go. Here's something for you. If you could Mario Kart it, and, but make it exactly Road Rash, but with a franchise you love or a series of characters you love. Okay. Riding the motorcycles and using those themed weapons. What would it be? Streets of Rage. <laughs> Damn it, Jim. Everything can't be Streets of Rage. Yes, it can. <laughs> so what is skate? Throwing a skate at, at you as he's riding? Yeah, you on. use the standard <laughs> weapons. You have the bat. You have the sword. You have the knife. Interesting. All right. Or fuck it, make it interesting. Do Yu-Gi-Oh! You summon monsters, do it no, people with bikes stick next with, to you. I liked your first answer. That well, your... you fucking knocked it down, so then you got the <laughs> shitty gym answer. <laughs> no, that's a that's a I Road Road Rash is one of those uh And and to throw throw you off a little bit, I'd like to see a new Midnight Club. It's been ages oh, since dude. we saw one of them. Yeah. Yeah, that was another one. It was very You'll never see it because that was Rockstar before, you know. Grand Theft Auto really took off, so much like Smuggler's Run, you'll, which would be cool to see again too. Like that would be a cool series to see come back. But Rockstar, you'll you'll be lucky to see Grand Theft Auto Six this generation. Let's put was it that way. Twisted Metal Black, the last Twisted Metal. No, no, the last one was the reboot that they had in 2010 that kind of bombed. That's right. Yeah, and I like, have it, and it's not terrible, but they threw too much gimmicky bullshit into it, and it kind of ruined the experience. That's one thing I'm always interested in. Why aren't there more vehicular damage-like games? I'm surprised they never tried again with Twisted Metal. Like, I know that kind of killed the series, but, like, it's been 11 years. You can try again. And they thought enough to put him, put the clown in uh, the PlayStation All-Star, so. Yeah. That's weird, yeah. I don't, they dropped that series for 
I don't know why. Or fucking... I, I don't even think 989's around anymore, but if they ever brought back, like, Vigilante 8 or some shit like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. No, and I always like Twisted Metal more than Vigilante 8, but I'd, I'd be fine seeing that come back. Yeah. No, great question, though. I like it. Yep. And last up, from Gamer Astral. Favorite video game-related creepypasta? <laughs> is it too uh, easy to say Slender Man? I was going to say... is. Uh, how can you not pick that Slenderman game? Or did you ever play the SCP game? I never even don't think I've heard of it. So it's in that vein. It's the one that contains like almost all the creepypastas. So um, it's called Special Containment Project, or I forget what the things stand for. But okay. basically, all these rooms in this like think Area Fifty One style. Uh, facility you go in like the one is you, there's a trial with each of them and they're all based on creepypastas so the one is like this thing i forget the name of it but uh you can't look away from it or it kills you so you walk in a room and it's a very creepy like humanoid it almost looks like a, a skin colored teletubby and he's just staring at you so your instinct is like i'm gonna get the fuck out of here but then you die you're like what the fuck yeah. so or if, like, you turn around, turn around again, he's, like, right in your face. But then there's another one where, like, you just keep going down a staircase and eventually start hearing shit, but you have to keep going. It's it's very weird. It was uh, kind of hot for a year or two. Um, I'll throw that in there to throw off just a Slenderman answer. Yeah, I don't know enough, so I'm just going to say Slenderman to bitch out, but no, that's a good answer. Yeah. Do you ever get into the creepypasta shit? I, like, stumble upon... Uh, like, damn. I stumble across it, but I never, like, jump, like, too far into it. Is Creepypasta Reddit, or is it its own... It's kind of Reddit and forum and just general memory shit that gets passed around. It's it's like it's like modern-day urban legends, basically. Yeah. No, no, I, like, I know the stories that come from it. I never went, as even as the horror guy, I never went down those deep, what I call, web holes of, yeah. like, forums and chats. Yeah, because most of the time, like, even with, like, yeah, I mean, even with Urban Legends, they're bullshit, but, like, there was always that cloud of mystery because it wasn't the internet, whereas mm-hmm. now with these, you're just kind of like, ah! Yeah. Well, and even Urban Legends, it's always, like, there's some element of truth that just got, yeah, you know, the, what is it, what's the game, the monkey down the lane, or whisper down the lane? Oh, yeah, 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 we're, like, yeah. Bloody Mary or shit like that. Yep. So. But, Jim, that was real. <laughs> it was scary. <laughs> My life's been cursed since, since I did it. Jim, did you do that with your cousins or your friends? I think I did it with my friends, like, once. Tell me you weren't a little scared doing it. A little bit. Oh, yeah, yeah. sure. Every no, kid dude, that was I'm, the I'm, toughest I'm, kid I'm, was I'm like... getting anxiety right here. I believe fucking <laughs> everything's going to kill me. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, the standing there doing it, with a, with a, especially if you got a candle or something. Oh, yeah, God. or doing a stupid Ouija board with your friends and shit like that. Oh. Dude, yeah. yeah, you don't sleep right for a week. It's... Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my god, it's that sock! Is the sock gonna kill me? <laughs> Damn it. So, yep, with that, that winds up the Patreon questions for this week. So, once again, thank you so much, everyone. Appreciate it. If you it. want exclusive content, request reviews, or the ability to ask a question on every episode, please head over to patreon.com slash game. Absolutely. Thank you guys again. Yep. And actually, to change pace for a little bit, Instead of shilling for ourselves every week like we always do, let's shill for someone else. 
because this week's episode of the Power Hour podcast is sponsored by Jacked, a cyberpunk RPG adventure. So, former guest of the Power Hour, Asterios Kokonos, he runs a crap load of podcasts. The loudest podcast is his main one. He has Christry through his Patreon, which is a verbal history of Christian Weston Chandler, which is fantastic to listen to. <laughs> They're up to like 14 episodes of that. They have Lime the Coconos. They have a whole bunch of different episodes on there. One of his newest projects, though, is Jacked, and that is based on Cyberpunk 2013. The original, out-of-print, can't-buy-it-legally-anywhere tabletop RPG pen-and-paper game. So it's basically him and a couple other comedians sitting down and playing through it. So besides the fact you have comedians throwing their flair into it, there's also good production values in it. Like, they try to actually bring you into the world as you're listening to it. So it's almost, not like a visual novel, but, you know, you get to listen to it. It's almost like all the sound effects they would throw into, like, War of the Worlds, if I had to say, back in the 50s, to draw you in. So the first episode's free. Uh, You can check the link below to get to that. The rest of them are on Patreon. I think episode four is dropping this month. So if you like it, head on over to patreon.com slash hysterios to get some more. And without further ado, they made a trailer, so here it is. Let's get jacked. It is another perfect day in Wrongly Tower, the home of CompuGlobe Corporation and the Church of Execution, aka the Church of EXE. One of us has to keep it together in this stupid city, and it's gonna be me. Uh, that's just a hiccup in the great program. If you want to get to the fight, we can just get to the fight. You know, I was I was thinking about uh, getting to the fight. Four solos that I could see, armed, armed to the goddamn teeth. Kid, this is not good. When I signed an old school gutter guitar style trio, everyone thought I was crazy. They were like, gutter guitar is dead. And I was like, no, 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 my friends. <laughs> Nostalgia. Nostalgia is a lie. Our father, who art a computer. If there's stacks of cash, stuff that looks like it's made out of gold, stuff I can just carry real fast as I run towards the helicopter. Keep your goddamn heads down. Jacked, a cyberpunk RPG podcast. Listen now at jackpodcast.com. So be sure to check out his new podcast. And with that, Jim, I know we, uh, like I said, we deviated last week. Um, talking with Tyler, which was great. But we, we have a decent amount of topics that we didn't get to cover. So uh, why don't you run us through your favorite reoccurring bit, I'll say, for Gamers Mad. Well, what? this it's actually funny because I don't know if someone's a fan of the show or not, using my terminology over here. But there's a bit of a controversy over there on the internet the past couple weeks. And Bioware just released a remaster, re-release set of the Mass Effect trilogy, the first three. So, uh, it's been all over, but this one guy that named Dylan said, Bioware cut some of the questionable camera angles in Mass Effect 2, like the ones focusing on Miranda's butt, and gamers are mad. And are they ever? But not only are they mad about the butt being taken away, there's a bunch of gamers mad at the gamers who are mad at the butt being taken away. So, you can jump down a ton of rabbit holes. There's a lot of arguing and shit-tossing and name-calling being thrown back and forth. Over video game butt. 
All right. So, and funny oh. that I'm wearing a Fallout New Vegas shirt because <laughs> on this thread, the first comment that you'll see is from Josh Sawyer, who is from Obsidian. He's one of the main writers of Fallout New Vegas, who had to write to all the gamers, and of course he used a four for the A and a three for the <laughs> to all the gamers who are heartbroken by this. If you go to Google and type in porn or butt porn, you'll find pictures of naked butts and more. <laughs> He's so clever. He's so funny. Just remember, kids, in this M-rated game that you can see a butt in, or maybe it's teen. It's been forever since I played. But if you don't want to see a video game butt, look up porn. That's the solution. That's what kids should do. All right, so here's the deal. And I need to ask a question, Jim. Maybe we're old fuddy-duddies. I don't know. But I mean, I am, but go on. But here's the deal. Um, it's no secret sex sells in games and games, no matter how old you are and still play, they are still targeted to younger teen males. And I will say males because that is the highest still demographic for video games. So, yes, scantily clad women. Why in certain RPGs does a dude wear a full goddamn looking like a tank and a chick has a bikini but still the same hit points? It's because you're you're targeting it towards your audience. Now, that those questionable camera angles, to me, they always read as like, they're there, they know what they're doing. It's like whatever for the, the, the teens that are like, you know, hopped up with like testosterone or like, oh my god, it's a butt. But like... I've never thought of a game in those terms, but when you blatantly take it out, it makes it more apparent they were there in the first place. That's and this is the problem is most people could have played that game and just been like, that's kind of a weird, like you, it's almost a second thought. Like you probably don't spend all your time, but yeah, now that you pulled it out, now you're going to put a microscope over it. And now everything will be critiqued in that entire series. And it's like, well, if you're going to take that out, why not take the drinking out? Why not take any any type of sexual suggestion out? Like, what is the what is the driver for taking it out? Because without knowing, I don't know BioWare's politics. I don't know the team. Did they feel like they were sexualizing a fictional character? Like, I don't get the reason for taking it out. Uh, here's my theory. And I didn't look up to see if they made an official statement or not. I don't really care enough. Yeah. But my theory is they didn't want to release it and have the articles that you would expect from the BuzzFeeds of the world that would say... Mass Effect re-release shows the sexism of the game times past from a decade ago, blah, blah, blah. Like, it seems like a move where they're trying to avoid that, but in trying to avoid that, they brought an issue, they brought a more, a, a more apparent issue to life than it never had to be. Like, you can have, the, those articles can come out anyway, and you can just go, whatever, we just re-released a game. Who the fuck, who really fucking cares that much? <sighs> so, yeah, like... And it's almost, of course, you have the storyline element where it's almost thematic that they zoom in on it because it's been a decade since I played it. But, like, from what I remember, she was, like, genetically engineered to be, like, human perfection. So she was almost kind of a femme fatale character. So, like, in classic noir, you're going to show her in her more provocative poses and you shit like that. You start from the feet, you move up the body. And you shit like that. Yeah. yeah. Even though, like, they didn't go that route. I was just like, oh, ass. And I was like, hey, ass. Yeah. Like, 
There's nothing here. Here's here's my here's my blanket statement. There's nothing wrong with fan service. If you want to have fan service in a game, it's fucking fine. Except for Lolly, but even then, I don't have to buy something with Lolly in it. I won't tell you to not buy it. I mean, I would hope you wouldn't. Wait, what is Lolly? Lolly's that thing where it's like fucking sexualized imagery of kids, but they're really a three hundred year old demon in a kid's body. Dumb shit like that. <sighs> Hey, Sorry. yep, so, look, <laughs> and even I, like, I don't like Lolly, but I'm not going to tell you to fucking, I'm not going to say censor Lolly, let it have its fans, its pictures, if you want to go that route, I'll whatever. I'll say it, censor Lolly. But fine, that's whatever. So, like, yeah, like, I don't like the shit, but, like, this is such, it, it, you're turning an issue that could have been such a non-issue into an issue. Yes. Like, it, all you did was turn a non-issue, and you wanted to have good boy points, so, of course, it's a thing that's both making gamers look bad, because it's like, oh, well, why is everyone just freaking out over a video game but fucking incels? Gotta go out there and get your buzz from there. Just go look at porn. And again, it's like, like you don't always just have to go look at fucking porn. Like, you don't have to look at someone getting a 10-incher in the asshole to fucking replicate a little outside-the-butt shot in a video game uh, from an 11-year-old video game, for the love of goddamn God. Like there's not there's nothing wrong with fan service. Like just fucking here 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 fuck all of you. Here's here's my proposal. <laughs> you can take my butt out of Mass Effect, but when they remake Witcher three, you take that goddamn tub scene of Gerald out of the game, and you don't say a fucking word. That's what the goddamn I say. Okay. If I don't get my fan service, you don't get your fan service. That's he, that's the route we're gonna go down here. So if I can play Devil's Advocate for two things, I have an issue why they took it out. The first is. Um, well, hold on. Before I even get to that, I, it's, it, no one is looking at that and being like, I don't think so, overly, like, turned on or, like, a Like, that is not the purpose. Like you said, it was someone trying to recreate kind of, like, cinematic scenes that you would see in a movie because it probably... It is from a cutscene, right? So... It's from a dialogue scene, yeah. So, that was that art group director whatever you want to call it that was a choice and now they've they've purposely that's like going back to a movie remaking it and purposefully taking out a sex scene because it's like it it may quote unquote sexualize one it's a fictional character two um i love this idea of taking out the sexualization because these are the same people who would take this out that would turn around and say don't shame sex workers on OnlyFans who are doing cosplays of Miranda's big ass because they saw it in this game to begin with. Yeah. So it's like you can't have it both ways. You can't support people who will be willing to cosplay and do this and do this shit and charge people. But then you take the source material, which even gave them the idea for it, out of it. it it's like, no, like that was a thing of the past. They did that shit and you saw the flashback with like Sonya from MK... 11 or 10 or whatever oh yeah they took all the titties out of mortal Kombat. we talked about that before we talked about the fighting games that do it and yeah are they over the top yes but the problem is we're looking at it and people are looking at it from their now in their mid-20s or later mindset when it's still meant for teenagers just because you still play it doesn't mean it was actually meant for you it's kind of the same idea as like people our age who get frustrated with wrestling it's not meant for you. Just because you still like it and it's still real to us doesn't mean it's actually it's meant for that 12-year-old, that 13-year-old who fully dis, you know, can suspend their disbelief and 
buy into shit and have simple storylines when it's not too complex for you maybe you just need to move on and if you're still offended by a butt from 10 years ago then maybe don't play the game at all like it just I, and i just love how like like it, like I, I don't it's such like a moving scale of like <laughs> oh this is bad but this is good but this is bad but this is good it's almost like whatever like i don't know like someone just decides okay all the reddit nazis fucking like this thing so we're just going to call you incels and nazis now when it's just like it's it's a it's a out of the clothes it's a fully clothed butt shot from a video game yeah like yeah when i was playing i was just like oh hey butt but like that's where it stopped like you you played through the Ma- i played mass effect one i i'll be honest i liked it the series didn't blow me away, so I haven't continued with it. I didn't see that, but but like you pointed out, The Witcher, there are some scenes in Witcher that's like, yeah, it's meant to make a lasting impression on you. And then like what you're saying, if I went back to every single video game with the, no one talks about the fucking scenes in God of War, <laughs> exactly, but they may be cut in the future, which that would almost make sense if now you are targeting younger audiences. But like you said, this is a fully clothed butt shot. So then it's, I just say, why do it at all? Because like, yeah, you're they're, purposefully they're, making a point of it. And it's just. It, they probably did it on purpose knowing what the reaction was going to be. So it's going to be a fucking hype and talk machine. Because outside of that, it would be, hey, we're re-releasing Mass Effect. And everyone would go, okay. You know, it's one of those. I hate it to was sound, probably done on purpose. I hate to sound like one of these people, but it's one of those things where the idea of like Twitter and internet is such a blessing and a curse because on one hand, you do get to connect with people you may not have ever gotten to before, but because they can see your actual backlash, they are responding in stupid ways like this. Like in the past, you would never seen this because you would a creator of a game would have never known your friggin' opinion on it. Right and now, in real time, they're saying. Oh man, two thousand people are angry about this. Like, it it matters too where, much, and it, it both matters too much. But there's still a really big section of the world, and it's the most average buyer that doesn't care. That doesn't care. Well, so, yeah. like, there's so many companies that just do everything for good social media points. When at the end of the day, it really doesn't matter. And maybe that line's moving more because of lockdown and bullshit like that. I don't. So. Well, it's it's what's always funny about Twitter in general. I think they said that the one of the latest statistics, and I'm not, don't quote me as being completely accurate, but only like 20% of the population use Twitter. That is a yeah. terribly small population. But we Twitter's act not like, even remotely the most popular social media platform. It's TikTok and Instagram. But that's what I mean. Is like yeah. that 20%. We assume when there's a big trend in Twitter, like it's it actually means anything. It it really doesn't yeah like in five ten year in five i i bet in five years twitter will be looked at what facebook's looked at like now like no one cares about something on facebook true i i can't they, wait they, for that point <laughs> they say all the boomers fucking care about facebook and twitter will probably be the next one to get there so yep yeah so uh stop taking butts out of the games like um just don't be silly yeah but just so many people are being so oh they took my sex out of my game yeah, that, no, that that thing is like okay, yeah. That's that's the get fucked attitude. As the same people who care too much, you cannot care and just but choose to not say anything. 
God, I'm going to sound like a political pussy, but it's like both sides care too much. It's a fucking ass in an 11-year-old video game. Who fucking cares as much? Yeah, learn how to slide in Mario, you fucks. Yeah, god damn it. You go back to the old days, damn it. Hey, I'm proud I beat Mario 1. Fuck all you. If they take out Bikini Samus, so help me God. What's the point in beating it fast if you take out Bikini Samus? <laughs> oh, look, she's Blue Suit Samus. Fucking cares. Jim, you're coming in so hot. Oh, I'm coming in hot, baby. <laughs> oh, no, I do love that segment because I love seeing you get worked up with it. Yeah, I mean, like we always say, I'm the internet guy, so I'm the one who's got to sit through all the bullshit. You don't have to, but you do kind of choose to. <laughs> I'm a sick man, Brian. <laughs> all right, but wait, speaking of weird shit and people getting angry in one way or another, um, we've talked briefly, but I think this is the follow-up on this, that uh, the EU has fined Valve, Capcom, and others... Um, 7.8 million, what the fuck is that, Mark? I'm so stupid. Is that, what, what the hell is a euro, Mark? Oh, euros, for geo-blocking practices. And Jim, why don't you explain to people, what is geo-blocking? So, the long story short is, if you buy a game in another country where the value of the dollar is way less than the value of your dollar, you can buy games for way cheaper. So a lot of people would just make an account in, say, Indonesia or some shit like that, pay Indonesian money, pay way less than you would pay for a new release in North America, and then you'd have the game. So a lot of companies out there, you know, started blocking people from doing it. But apparently in the European Union, this is illegal. Um, yeah, this is against EU antitrust laws. So geo-blocking or preventing someone from buying a thing outside of their home country is illegal under European Union law, at least so long as you're still inside the EU. Yeah. So Valve preventing someone from Belgium from buying a game in France is actually a crime. Which, okay, so EU is one of the few continents, like part of the continent where it makes well, I mean, sense. It's not a continent, it's no, no, no. like a whole mishmash of countries. No, no, yeah. what I'm saying is, I, you know, as the continent... The countries, in one way or another, are mostly linked that are in the EU, where it makes sense. Whereas, you know, if you look at um, other continents like Asia, they, they they aren't really combined into one generalized system. So to your point, yeah, if you buy a game that's sold for 20 bucks in America and that you can get for 28 rupees in Indonesia, I can see where Valve and these other people are like, if you just have a VPN and you set it to make people think you're in Indonesia, then you're paying like literally a dollar for a game that should cost you $20 in America. So it makes sense why they want to block that. Also, you can trade or sell games. So if you're in Indonesia, you buy a bunch um, and then you turn around or even if you use your VPN, buy like 20 copies of the game, sell the keys to Americans, you're making a crazy profit. But in, in Europe, because you're all connected by the EU system and the currency system, unlike any other continent in the world, I can see where they're like, hey, that's illegal for us. But this is where it gets back to, it's, they're a private company. They're not a right, they're not a utility. So geo-blocking is, I can understand geo-blocking being against EU law when it comes to um, 
providing a like a utility or a service but i don't know how well they'll do when it comes to an actual private company that wants to use geoblocking yeah so apparently valve cooperated with the investigation so their fines were reduced between 10 to 15 percent but um since everyone oh wait no since everyone but valve cooperated so there were a couple companies that got slapped with this which include Capcom, Band, Namco, Bandai, Namco Bandai, Focus Home Entertainment, Coke Media, and Zenimax. So Valve's the only one who said "fuck you," and Valve got fined a full amount, where everyone got like a fifteen percent reduction. And it's also kind of weird because the article was saying how once people start flooding and buying all the keys in these markets, the de- it's almost like maybe I read it wrong. I probably did. The publishers started increasing the prices for the games in these areas because they're being bought up so much. Yeah. Which so, is also so when it becomes a thing where it's demand. like... It, yeah, which is supply and demand, but it's also still a shitty thing where it's like... Say you're putting up a digital copy of a video game, people are buying up all your keys. Like, it's a digital copy. It's like, a digi- fuck you, yeah, just no. put more digital copies out there. Like I, You don't have to raise the price. But what you know what it is? It's Valve recognizing the game, and here's the deal. And, and they put it in the little graphic, and the link is below. Um, in Europe, the reason why I'm saying it's different is, you know, you can literally in 20 minutes be into a whole other country. In a lot of places in the world, you're not going to be able to do that. And people move from country to country. So they're basically saying, hey, like Jim said, you bought the game in Belgium, but then you go to France. Under these laws, you would not be able to transfer. You'd have to rebuy in France. Yeah. That is... I almost feel like there there is no good way to handle it if you're a company who wants to make legit money. Like, is there a national, like, here's what it costs if it's 20 American, you average it out to every country at the time, but still, obviously, the value is less. Are people going to gain the system? Absolutely. But, yeah. but to Jim's point, it's like, are you really losing out? Now, here's the deal. If you see, so, like... Uh, a person who maybe i don't know how you do it but like if you link it to your typical computer and you know they bought 20 games but then you notice like on certain big league titles they keep buying them from this other country okay maybe there's some fuckery going on i i I don't know the right answer but i find it amazing that the eu was able to actually kind of work through some of these fines yeah, but I mean, like, the worst fine that got handed out was to Focus Home for 2.8 million euros. Like, Valve, they said fuck you, and they still only got fined 1.6, which, that's nothing for them. So, it's <laughs> it's such a weird slap in a wrist, too. How like, funny would it be that... if Valve, though, was like, oh, but we here's our uh, key, and we're based in Indonesia, so it's actually 28 rupees? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> So, I don't know. Like, we were like, oh, wow, the EU's going after these guys for this. This is interesting, but at the end of the day, when you see 1.6 million, it's like, dude, that's a day of sales. No, I mean, yeah, that's yeah, nothing. no. I mean, they can make it, but on the same hand, I, I, this is one of the few times I kind of get where the company's coming from. Yeah. But it's a thing where they're like, well, we got to do something. And with the EU being more standardized, and I know there's still some countries like like uh, England and whatever, but <laughs> not Britain. <laughs> <laughs> but like most of them that aren't on the euro, okay, maybe they just don't get included. But if you're on the euro, then you standardize it because that was the point of getting on the euro to begin with. Yeah. So. Yeah. Weird. Whatever. But speaking of weird. Oh yeah. So. <laughs> 
One of my, I was almost going to take this out because it's such a non-consequential story, but I just think it's funny. So one of my favorite Twitter accounts is gimmick gimmick accounts breaking character, Mm -hmm. where you see it all the time. You see people like the original CRT bot who just started saying, I hate gamers, stop making me show game pictures. It's like, dude, you show pictures of TVs. (laughs) Or how in the beer world, brew studs, 80,000 followers. And they fucking, the whole last year has been nothing but political shit. Just political shit. You have 80,000 followers and you get like maybe 15 likes if you're lucky. It's not what people come to you for. And Mm -hmm. I'm not worried about burning a bridge because they've never acknowledged me. So I don't care. Fuck you. So, (laughs) so Jet Set Radio, classic series, well, barely a series. It had two games. It It was niche. At best, it got huge cult success. Yeah, but to Jim's point, there was a account created called DJK three thousand, which, which was, was just post- a fan account. It wasn't even like yeah. associated with them; just a fan account of the DJ from the game. Super niche, super like specific. It had its fans, but this guy or girl, twenty k followers, it just gone off Pew! the deep end about conspiracies and. He's really seemed to go hard in the paint recently, and it, it ended up on Vice.com um, for his 5G conspiracy theories. And I'm, we're not going to read them all, but the article is below. You can literally just see, like, it, it all ties to coronavirus, 5G because 5D is dangerous because the water molecules in our body will get heated up by the 5G, and microwaves heat up water molecules, and we'll be boiled. Yeah. But here's the deal, to Jim's point. I, this is part of the reason Jim has to be the internet guy. I despise, I yell at Jim enough when he posts on shit about wrestling or goofy, whatever. Sometimes he just, even him, he'll get, he'll get wrapped up in a current political event or like he won't go hard, hard in the paint. But every so often I'll see him throw just a little something out there. I'm like, God damn it, Jim. Talk about beer and games. That's all we should be talking about. But but it's Jim's personality. Jim runs the social media. And at the end of the day, if you're looking at our Twitter, you're basically looking at in Jim's mind. As you can tell by all the terrible opinions he posts on favorite games. But, like, there's a, there's a level between every once in a while and you almost become uber-focused. And I hate that. Like, Jim follows so many random goofy things like that like the one that you follow that i hate is is test still dead <laughs> that would be like <laughs> which has never like broken the gimmick god damn it perfect co- account i don't know if it's every day or every couple days it used to be every day but i mean he does it once a week if that basically now. just says yes <laughs> i i don't i actually don't like that account because i'm like I love it that's pretty fucked up so funny but, but there's so many like one of our good buddies had one which was just it's a very common thing, especially I feel like in wrestling, like where they don't, it'll all be like about a particular wrestler and it'll be gifts or pictures. Like there was an Ahmed Johnson one or one buddy set up. Um, oh, Ahmed Johnson's wheelhouse. Yeah. Yeah. But, he runs that. Yeah. But that's, that's one of my points is I like those because they are meant for gimmicks. Sometimes they get some heat. This Mongo, one had Mongo enough. his friends. Great yeah. account. Fucking. But stick to your fucking gimmick. Like. You're you're nothing more than a circus act. Be there to do what people want to see. There's Don't nothing start going wrong into with it. being just an entertaining distraction. 
nothing wrong with it. Yeah, like whoever runs this. If like if I was gonna jump off the D end and be like Johnny Political and shit like that, I'd make a second account. Like I know I don't Just have do to. That. Yeah. Like yeah, and it's not like because yeah because of what we are and for the fact that like I'm not the single entity on this page. Like Snest drunk, he can what do you call it? He can post politics all he wants because he is Snest drunk. He is his page. Yeah. So like I can't do that with our page. But if I was gonna do that. I would just make a separate page for myself and, you know, dump, post my dumb bullshit over there. Where, it's, you know, like, but especially an account like this, it's like, motherfucker. And obviously not a doubt on SNES drunk. He can do it every once. Love the guy. But, yeah, like a guy like this play, cosplaying on Twitter as a DJ from a 20-year-old video game. Like, dude, what are you doing? I just know why your fans are there. And I think it, it comes to anyone who gets a little bit of the YouTube or or internet fame, there's this idea of, like, you have a chance to say something where people care about your opinion. It's like, no, when you're that much of a gimmick, like, if your whole thing of being a YouTuber or Twitter is your personality, then sure. Right. Go nuts. Fine. But, yeah, like, if you're, like... Like, you're gonna get those people gonna bitch and be like, just stick to games, and you can say, fuck you, it's my page. Like, whatever. Like, yeah, you can, but that's, that's where you're being... You're being the shithead, because I'm like... Like, if Jim made an account that was, like, <laughs> Streets of Rage only account, and then start bitching, it's like, why? You, that's not why people... Uh, our buddy Rad Zero, he runs the Double Dragon Dojo. If he started going, you know, fucking off the deep end with that shit, he'd be like, maybe not this place. Like, what What are you doing? Um, you know, look at a perfect example of someone who recognized us, and I'll, I will give him credit. Look at Pat the NES Punk. He made his own separate podcast because he did want to talk about different more political shit aside from the him and ian podcast yeah at least he recognized like people don't want to hear that on your your gaming podcast on your main thing yeah switch it over there's nothing wrong with that like and that's what i wish more people would just take the time now do you want to go through creating a whole new twitter thing no but like what are you doing it for? If you're doing it for followers, then you're probably... That's not the right thing. Because obviously, whoever's following you is or, doing it for a reason. Another example. Der- uh, Derek from Stop Skeletons from Fighting. He has his Stop Skeletons account for the content. He has his Derek Alexander page for just who he is. Yeah. Perfectly fine. And if you don't want to do that as a single entity, also perfectly fine. But, like, if you're a gimmick account... Just, stick. just fucking stick to the gimmick. Just be a gimmick. And stop... You know, at this point... It's so fucking unoriginal to get so hardcore into politics. Just knock it off. Like, let anyone, let everyone else who has an opinion, because your opinion has been spouted by a million others. That's not why you're there. That's all I'm going to say. We only care about your opinion on stocks now. That's that's what we care about. God. That's the new. <laughs> unfortunately, that's taken the place of politics. People well, yeah, we're out of a, we're out of an election year, so we need something to go That's on. That's what I mean. Like now, we need something to be uninformed about. Now everyone spent like twenty minutes like reviewing. They're like, "I think this stock's good." Like, "Oh, you're a fucking professional now," because you you looked at like two months worth of data. Like, you're not a professional in this shit. Just back up. Everyone's a professional when it came to a vaccine, stocks, all this shit. Just move on. Talk about Jet Set Radio. That's it. That's your life. Look, Bri, if you want to be a sheep and get your microchip implanted, that's fine. But, you know, some of us out here, you know, we want to take a stand on this. Yeah. So keep keep looking to boot, Brian. <laughs> so moving on to much greener pastures and my favorite <laughs> thing, 
Um, I'm putting Jim to the test once again. Yep, I do like the segment as well. So I'm so, going to load up the song. This is gaming music, and this is one. If you've noticed the past couple I've given a gym, they are more gym focused. And this one is no different. This is another gym. If you don't get it, it's going to be bad. I think as it started, I think I almost have it within the first two seconds. You probably should. But um, for those playing along, the link is below. Um, it's The song is called Love Won't Wait from Bobby Caldwell. Jim, I don't know if you've heard that song before. Have never had, heard of it. Don't know who Bobby Caldwell is? I don't know. I, I should have looked into it. Probably should have said, like, it's a 70s or 80s song. It sounds like that atypical, like, Marvin Gaye-style song, I'll say. But, Jim, why don't you go ahead, take a listen, and I want specifics, because you should be able to name specifics. What's it from? What level? Go. All right, hitting play three, two, one, now. Starlight Zone, Sonic 1. There you go. Good boy. I'm glad you got... I was like, all right, this definitely is a gem. Now, as you listen to it, there's not even a hint of a gem. <laughs> it's exactly the same. Like, that is a direct ripoff. <laughs> I'm going to keep listening to a little more of it, but like, yeah. Damn, so dude. Jim's listening to it. We, I, we've done many posts where some are very clear. This is potentially the most clear. There's maybe two I, others I would look at and say maybe are like, eh, like they're probably just as close. This one is the melody, the beat, everything is goddamn. It, there's like, I mean, definitely, definitely within the first five seconds. Like it gets a little more, it, it's a little more disco-y, I want to say, yes. whereas Starlight Zone's more funky. But like, I mean, yeah, it's, it's the, right the structure's there. there. Yeah. Um, so yeah, like at, we've covered Sonic a few times. Um, but and I will comments have, are turned off. What the fuck? I will say there's many more Sonic to come. But what's interesting is I didn't like you know it. I I've asked you this before, Jim. Does this at all be, make you kind of be like, damn? I really wish they were more original. Or are you fine with that them being a ripoff? Kind of like most of like anyone who didn't know like the Doom shit was all ripoff. Hey, good beat's a good beat. So you're still completely... It doesn't even a tinge make you be like, ugh, a little... Oh. Especially as a musician. Like, I, I look at it like you. Like, if you guys just copied someone's sound and made it big <laughs> off of someone's exact... I mean, yeah. But I'm saying, like, if you guys were trying to make it big and they're like, wait, Jim is just do, redoing, like, this... Like, as a musician, when you hear this, does it at all kind of bother you? Like, fuck, I kind of wish they more of their songs were more original. I mean, at this point, is with music, especially this point now. But like, this I, is back in the early '90s. Yeah, I mean, this this is definitely that's definitely a ripoff. <laughs> I mean, he must it must have been a song he loved, and he's like, I'm using that intro because, like, after the first five seconds, you can make an argument it's a different song. But that first chord progression, it's like, oh, pop, there it is, and it sets the melody for the rest. Is even like you said, he might have put a different little twist to it, but the melody stays pretty consistent. Yeah, no, it's close. So, yeah, no, I mean, it's like, oh, man, you really just pit. I'm actually surprised that people don't talk about that more. Because it's just like, yeah, that's a direct fucking ripoff. Well, that goes back to what I asked before when we first started doing these is like, something like that. Maybe statute of limitations. Maybe they didn't care enough. 
Is I don't know. Kind of weird. It, is it never got picked up? Like, do you think like you actually would need a license or a right to use that similar of a sound? I mean, I think for that very first five seconds, they had a extremely strong argument because I mean that's what Queen sued Vanilla Ice over. Yeah. Maybe maybe it just comes down to the fact that like it wasn't released as its own hit song. It's just like you know the stage in the fifth level of the original Sonic the Hedgehog that, especially in the early 90s, you're going, fucking kid toy, who cares? So, good yeah. in that. But, yeah, no, that, I mean, that's fucking blatant. Well, let me ask you, now we're in an age where YouTube videos, so many things are, like, copyrighted and can be pulled down quick. Knowing that, when you hear, like, that it can be so tough, and if, say, a game that came out today tried to do that and had to buy the rights to a song... Would you almost prefer more video games just use complete licensed music and just use the original? Tr- like, think of, like, Crazy Taxi, like, Offspring and all the shit yeah. like they used. Would you prefer to just hear actual licensed music if they're going to go the route of trying to copy it any- anyway? I think in this day and age, you have to anyway, because there's so many ways you can be checked on that. I mean, fucking me uploading a stupid top ten list got hit with, like, three copyright strikes <laughs> So, it's very easy to find in this day and age. Yeah. So, yeah, I think the time where you could get away with that anyway is long past. So, you almost just have to. Either make a completely original thing or just buy the license. So, if you were... Well, you mentioned it, especially in your Kiss video. Like, they got the license for the likeness, for the names, mm-hmm. but what for whatever reason, not the music. Um, would it, like not cheapen or hollywoodize i don't know the right word but if you were playing any cart like newer they were trying to make a retro style game and you just straight up hear a hit that just it was it was the right beat but it's like a straight up miley cyrus song like like i'm sure like you know what i'm saying like would it yeah. take it take you out of the game at all maybe a little bit at first because i'd be like wait a second this is party in the usa what the fuck <laughs> but, but then i'll be like oh, all right they went for it so i don't know yeah i want to be offended by it yeah no it's a very curious thing because i like i said i still have a healthy list now i want anyone listening if you know a song please 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 send it my way but i have so many that are still geared towards jim that i'm like all right this is starting to make me think like it might be easier just to be like, what songs are original? Because <laughs> the more I'm digging into this, like these classics that we've hit, I'm like, shit. Hey, or, or eight and sixteen bit was the Wild West, man. You never know. Yeah, but I love it. And Jim, good job. You uh, you knocked that and last week or last times out of the park. I'll say that. Yeah, <laughs> some redemption on my end. <laughs> so, um, with that, we're gonna move on to our last two recurring Mother- bits. <laughs> and jim with, i earned it i earned it and here's the deal jim i want you to read this one with no added flair i want you to read it how it's written well so, brian our first bit is it's been a, it's actually been a few weeks since we did it so yeah. first one coming back is which is better jim's terrible decisions or no jim's terrible opinions <laughs> slash decisions or jim's derps so I didn't know if I should write which is better or which is worse. Because depending on... You can, your... go, you can go with which is better, and I'll give you an answer. <laughs> and I, I will say I, I will say my be, derps, I because be, my I derps be lead to more entertainment. Jim, but here's the deal. Your opinions and your decisions 
Because some things, are, like this Mario thing was a derp. You've had right. plenty of derps. <laughs> oh. But I would almost look at things like your Kevin Spacey comment as your opinion. <laughs> and, it was right at the time. It was right and, at the time. He didn't groom anyone yet. Or no one knew. And you've made very conscious decisions in the past that have definitely backfired on you. So I can't really call them derps. Like th this Mario thing, 1000%, that was a derp. That was a pure yeah. fuck up. But you've ha you've like consciously made decisions on things like whether you know it's right or wrong. You just stick to your guns on it. So I don't know which is better because knowing you like I do, it's like <laughs> you, I always look at it like your derps are great because everyone gets to see them and those are usually the turning points. I feel like with every 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 girl that's ever been with our friends group is always like, you guys are also mean to gym. And then you do something and they're you like, oh. oh, that's why. <laughs> I will say, I will say out of this Mario 2 one, got a decent number of followers out of it on Twitter because... You they did. were just like they they shit on me and I just went yeah you're right and they're like yeah all right fine but it's your opinions and your decisions which I still argue that I will say my decisions especially at certain stages of my life <laughs> worse than my opinions but my opinions are unique my decisions have been at times very questionable but that's so. what pisses me off when you just what you just said because you said my opinions are unique. And here's my argument is I know you well enough now. I almost feel like you there's a part of you that's so ingrained to purposely be like I need to give this unique opinion or I'm not being authentic. Like you're it's not, not a need like it's just like I don't know I I jerk off Rocket League every day all the time. Rocket League's the most normie game out there. No, no, no. But what I'm saying is like it's that musician mentality of, and you're not, I wouldn't call you a music snob, but it's that music snob idea of like, oh, these guys went corporate, da, 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 da. like you like automatically, you'll, you are the guy that right away judges a book by its cover. Like the second you see something, you've made your decision on it and there's really no changing it until you really like, we, we did a bit. And it will be a, a something released. But the second you saw the artist of the song I showed you. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, yeah. Like, I, no, I definitely am. You have theirs. Yeah. Yeah, but, like, you drop it. And I'll give you credit. Sometimes you can soften it. But there's also a part of you, the ego, that's like, I'm right in my original opinion. Fuck you. <laughs> Whether you know you're right or not, you know sometimes, especially with me, you know you won't soften it. <laughs> you'll, you'll, Depends like, on the thing. You'll double down. Whether Look, I'm right or I not. I know when we get to the Breaking Benjamin song you throw my way. No, no. I know that's oh, how it's going to go. I've given up on that. Like, I know even if it, even if you liked it, I know you won't admit it. That's what I know would piss me off. I said I liked fucking FaZe. FaZe is fine. <laughs> but that's my point. You say fine, but it's... It's to make the movies. No, no, no. You, uh, I've seen you with with music, with mu movies, and you've made fun of your other friends too. You like, <laughs> you you just had this need. I feel like. Well, dude, here, here's the thing too. Like, what do you like, here? Perfect example. Go ahead. So, this past weekend was Valentine's Day. We're recording this on the fifteenth. Yep. Yes, it was the fourteenth on Sunday. Local station had a random block of like three screamo songs in a row. Huh. They had they had Hawthorne Heights, Thursday, and well, Red Jumpsuit Apparatus doesn't really count for that, but it was still that like mid two thousands screamo scene shit that back in the day ought to have been like garbage, garbage, garbage. And well I liked Thursday back then. But yeah. regardless. 
I heard those and I was like, oh, they're playing the classic bangers. So, fuck it. <laughs> the nostalgia Whatever. is soft in your opinion. But that's what I mean. Yeah. Like, in the moment, you hated it because probably who you were around, you hated the people who liked it. So, you, you automatically were like, I cannot like this. Oh, yeah. But it's funny because... Much like Twitter arguments today, the people who take certain <laughs> sides, I go, well, I'm going to spite fuck you. <laughs> but that's what's amazing is... You, uh, I almost envy the fact that you can be so... Spiteful? It's, I don't know if spiteful is the right word. You're set in your ways. Like, as soon as you, like, you make a decision, there's, like, almost no turning you until they're, like, all the facts are right in your face. And even then, you try to be defiant. <laughs> even if you know you're wrong, you'll be like, no, fuck that. I like this better. Like, you won't, you won't change your guns based on facts. Let's put it that way. Yeah, it depends. Let's put it this way. You would be the most annoying person if you did believe the earth was flat to fight. Oh, God. Like, like I would hate (laughs) talking to you because I could prove it a million different. And you'd be like, no, no, it's fake. Man, man, man. That that would be impressive. Because I actually listened to a podcast recently where they had a, a hardcore flat earther on there. And the shit he was throwing out there, he was just like, oh, he was, what the fuck? He was like saying that, like, moonlight is cold. Okay. He was like, he was like, if you leave a piece of steak out at, at, or no, he said moonlight was hot. I think he said moonlight was hotter, and that's why the Earth is flat. He was like, if you leave a piece of steak out during the day and a piece of steak out during the night, it's going to degrade more during the night. And I was like, oh, okay, that's what we're working with here. Jesus Christ. I, I <laughs> like my gut instinct right there was to combat it, and I know you're not saying it, but that, uh, it's probably because I've gotten in arguments with people about that. Um, but yeah, no, like I said, and your derps are what I enjoy about the derps are that's the little peek into the window of everyone else to see what you're so when they're like, Brian, man, sometimes you feel like you're a little rough on Jim. I'm like, am I rough on Jim? Cause I feel like of all of our friends, I might bust your balls, but I don't ever go in that deep on you. I feel like I yeah. also defend you the most out of all of our friends. You do a lot of defending. So <laughs> yeah, let's give and take. I'm an interesting bird. What can I say? <laughs> so this is up. This is really for the fans. What is better when Jim blurts out that Kevin Spacey can do no wrong? <laughs> look, look, this is why when I'm on the show and I say I'm a piece of shit, people go, "Oh, you're not a piece of shit." I'm like, "Hey, let's, let's not go crazy here." No, you do the stand-up comedian thing. You 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 self-deprecate to make sure you cover your bases. But right. uh, no, I try to tell people what to expect, but they just don't believe me. Oh, dude, he, by the way, speaking of this, my favorite thing is still some people who, I don't know why this past week our baseball videos have gotten so much commenting. They they, they, they hit an algorithm again. But they're, um, they're getting more views in Parappa. I love, like, it's not the first time I've seen it. In so many words, someone kind of referred to us as video game journalists. I was like, we are so fucking far <laughs> from anything professional, journalistic, or whatever in our especially in our reviews we're fucking telling you how many beers to drink while playing a game do you think that's any indication of like our mindset well at at this point like how you used to say even last week where you're like i'll get in a fight with them and now now you just don't care i don't care yeah now at this point i'll give it a favor and say yeah you're right like i don't (laughs) fucking care i'll give you a little thing and maybe i'll get an easy sub out of it like i don't give a shit (laughs) it's a six-year-old video and uh, like, especially those old videos, like, we spent maybe an hour to two hours on them each. Like, 
We didn't spend that much time on them. We didn't go in depth. We don't fucking. It's fucking. It's an NES baseball game. Well, here's what I love is is the starch the stark defenders of baseball stars and we've said many times and for all i know it probably is technically the best one if you want a baseball simulation <laughs> Fine. but you know what i i decided jim i went back i re-listened to that video and i said at the beginning we specifically said like we're in it for if you just have fun with a buddy like if you're doing a simulation the list would be different we even pointed that out. And yes, baseball stars, if you want well, the then, closest Well, then we get thing, the occasional comment. It's like, well, if you don't like baseball, why do you make the video? It's like, shut the fuck it's up. Like, we got his views. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's also, we didn't say we don't like baseball. Like, it's just, I I, I love the, the, the also the complete difference of opinion of someone was like, how could you say that an 8.3 is too low? But then <laughs> how fun. could you say that's too high? This is too like, high, yeah. Like, we got literally the same exact comment, just in different... Or, it, it, it's amazing. I love it. I yep. love the comments. Keep them coming. That's all I'm going to say. Yep. It helps, gives me helps joy. Helps our videos out. <laughs> gives us joy, helps the videos out. So... <clears throat> Overrated, underrated, <laughs> and, and no. For as small as we are, after seven and a half years, no comment you say is going to hurt our ego it's, more than YouTube already has. <laughs> so bring it fucking on, <laughs> Jim. See, this is the Jim opinion. <laughs> it's the Jim right opinion. <laughs> All right. So wait. Now we're moving on. Underrated, overrated, underrated. I did put something here, but I am adding a secondary because it'll be kind of quick for both of them. Okay. So the first is. We didn't get to talk to it last week, obviously. Um, and we talked we talked briefly with Blade Blur, but the amount we were all fans of attention to the Resident Evil 8, I'll just call her a big-boobed, huge vampire lady. Mm, not the 9'6", dummy mommy vampire lady. Yes, and here's the deal. We know this is going to be the most cosplayed. It already has been by a good amount. Um, by far. It's going to be the most costumed out thing. Like it, it's, it's taken on a life of, of its own. And here's the deal: is just that little demo you saw, are, is it being a little overrated or is it underrated? Well, it's being overrated because the chick, the blonde in the black hood with the blood all over her face and that like necklace thing was way hotter than the big titty blonde and the uh, the dummy mommy. So obviously she's overrated. Like dummy mommy, like I don't know. I'm not like I've never been like big into that whole pinup scene. Like fine, whatever. But throw throw a big set of cans on there, then yeah, you got my attention. But the blonde was way hotter. Rest in peace to the original actor, yeah. tragic story. So. But yeah, so just on that alone, I'll say she's overrated. But I'm like, hey, I mean, for being a nine foot six woman, that's at least an H cup. That's proportionally decent. So, but here's good my on deal, you. and this goes back to the same thing we talked about earlier—the whole ass shot. Like, you're not sexualizing her. <laughs> like, at, like the the same. I I love, but not to cut you off. Well, yeah. to cut you off. But I love the uh, the response from like Japan and from America on it, because Japan's just like, oh, we're glad everyone's getting a, you know interested in our character. Like, they don't <laughs> give a shit. <laughs> I was like, thank you, Japan. I, Seriously, stop with the lolly. But like, thank you, Japan. Can for I this. can I also ask this? Is this something you notice as the internet guy? Does it seem like the quote unquote like attractiveness to her? It's actually coming more from females than males. 
There's been a lot of females like, who've just been like, Bam. maybe I noticed that more. They were like, oh my god, like she's queen, slay, yes, all that stupid horseshit that you say that I hate. Um, it's one of those like, there's been plenty of sexy sexualized video game characters why is this one striking such a chord like i is it because she's so tall like i i, I really i i don't get it like well i mean she was getting all the attention even before they came out and said yeah she's probably like nine foot six well yeah but that's what <laughs> so i'm saying like, at first i mean it? it's the classic i mean it's probably the classic pinup style it's such pardon me such a complete tonal change from anything we've seen so far in Resident Evil. And but even outside of Resident Evil, like it's become it's become like a cosplay sensation. Almost oh, to yeah. a degree of like I could imagine if nowadays the She's no you know what? She hit that she hit that chord that Bowsette hit like two years ago. I guess. I feel like she hit even out of the park more than Bowsette. Because mm-hmm. Bowser well, was pretty big. Yeah, but Bowser was big to a certain demographic, and whereas this one, I feel like is cross patterned where everyone's talking about like, oh, I'd like to be choked by her. Like it just, and she's clearly meant to be sexualized. The oh, difference, yeah. I don't, I don't know. I, it just seems like I mean, maybe make it, maybe put you know after the fact, making her nine foot six. So then you add the dummy mommy part on top of it. So. I guess, yeah. It's, it's just fucking hilarious. I just find it funny. I just like saying dummy mommy. What you, you've said it like eight times. But that tied to the other, like there's lots of pictures of Resident Evil that have been coming out. And here's one of the things I asked there. Is it overrated or underrated? Um, maybe you've seen it. Like in the village and like one of the scenes, it looks like a giant. It, a straight up just giant coming toward you with a giant hammer, like with other yeah. enemies around you. Yeah, dude, can they come up with a different gimmick of a giant character just wielding a big hammer or a big, like, just version of a regular weapon? Because you know what that character like without playing the game, you know he's you, the hammer guy from Resident Evil Four. Just again, well, it's that like, yeah. he's Pyramid Head. He's every large character with a big weapon. You, without playing the game, know the pattern that you're going to have to beat him. You have to avoid dodge his, you. his, dodge, his dodge very you. big dodge swing. Yeah. That, like, are you almost tired of the big character with the sledgehammer slash big weapon? Like, aren't you? don't you almost wish they would do a big character and do something a little different at this point? Yeah. It would be interesting to see, like a fast big character and be like, well, what the fuck do I do with this? That's what I mean. Like just throw something at you. You haven't seen like what, what, who, who, who's the, uh, the fat, uh, the fat blonde guy from Tekken, Bob, Bob. Yeah. He's like, super yeah. fast. You're like, he's super fast, but he's also super fat. You're, <laughs> you're like, like, wait, what wait what? why is this working? Like, what are you doing? Yeah. I, I, that's one of the things like, I don't like that games. That is the lazy. You're big. You're slow. Like the point of games is that uh, suspend disbelief. So it's a little overrated for me to constantly see, like, uh-oh, big dude dragging a big weapon that he's going to swing really slowly at you. Yes, it'll do massive damage, but, you know. What was that, the gigantic things in Resident Evil 4 that swung the tree logs at you? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, you had the Goliaths in there, too, but you also had, like, also generic big enemies with, like, big hammers, too. I'm just, I'm over them. And I, I saw that, and I went, because somebody, like, quote, like, He's not just, I wonder what he's using that hammer for. 
Not every big character in Resident Evil 8 is going to be the big titty Dami Mommy. All right? God <laughs> damn, damn it. Stop saying Dami Mommy. <laughs> I can't. Jim, how about My this? Dick won't let me. Jim, how about this? If we can get like five Patreons to be $10 a month, you're going to cosplay as the Dami Mommy. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, do I sell all of my dignity for 50 bucks? <laughs> Probably. I've sold it for worse. Jim, you know you want to be a dummy mommy. I mean, well. I'll have to learn how to use stilts, but hey, you know. Do it. I'm, all, I'm, all, I'm always up for learning a new skill. What can I say? Look, you're already six feet. You're nine foot three. Yes, or nine yeah, foot, yeah. Three, three foot six in stilts, yeah, three and a half feet. That, yeah, I that ain't no problem. Nothing. That ain't shit. I'm going to break my neck. So, let us know in the comments below. I already got B cups. I can go up the H's. Just give me a little padding. Damn it, Jim. <laughs> you will have to shave for it. Mm. <laughs> well, you know what? Luckily, there's not that much hair in the chest to begin with. So, all right. Not that big a sacrifice. I meant your face, too. Sorry. <laughs> so that Do you know how great. long this takes? <laughs> Jim, here's a question. What would you be more willing if there was a bet for money? Shave the top of your head or shave your face? No, face. <laughs> All right. Shave your face or no, shave the top of your head or shave your eyebrows? <laughs> top of my head. <laughs> top of my head. Look, I know what my head looks like without my hair on top. I had a very bad razor accident back in college one time. We all remember oh, in yes. our friend group. I would no, I wouldn't well, fuck motherfucker. I still have a day job. All right, I need my goddamn eyebrows. <laughs> that would be hilarious though, let's be honest. <laughs> Jim, why'd you get rid of your what happened to your eyebrows? <laughs> Grease fire. <laughs> no, what's what would be even greater is if you had to draw them on. <laughs> Give yourself the constant okay. rock. Hey, well, you know what? Fuck it. I'd have a uh... <laughs> never mind. <laughs> Moments passed. <laughs> See, now there's a Jim Derp. I don't There's know what L. to love. <laughs> Taking the L. <laughs> so with that, um, once again, you comment below. Which do you think is overrated? Or do you think the the big boob, nine foot, dommy mommy, as Jim likes to say, is she overrated? Yeah, right. Is she underrated? Let us know in the comments. Blade, if you're listening, we know she's underrated for you. So with that, we do want to say thank you all for watching. We truly appreciate, we truly, truly appreciate all your support. If you haven't already, please make sure you hit subscribe, get the alerts so you see when all of our videos come out. If you're not following us on Twitter or Instagram or any social media apps, we're always available there. And please, for iTunes, Spotify, give us a five-star rating. Even if you want to bash us in the comments, we read them, we will reply, and we really appreciate it. And with that, we want to say have a good night, everyone, and cheers. Cheers, guys.